Don't you love calling guys like you need something done? I, yeah. You just call a guy and he shows up. Yep. Isn't that awesome? Just like this 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 world we live in that a guy is like on demand and he'll come whenever you want. I, he just comes. It, it is really nice. <laughs> he just comes all over. And I think the best kind of guy to come is the one that just they don't really say anything. That it's just they they communicate like Kratos. Like they just come yeah, in with, with a bunch like of grunts. grunts. Yeah. <laughs> they come in. They're like. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, oh, exactly. I can't, I can't hang my my acoustic foam panel. <laughs> you gotta help me. Please, step guy, help me with my, help me hang up a painting. Yeah, and then he fucks you in the ass. And Will, you're kind of a loosey-goosey, fun little boy. I, I have no choice but to be loose these days. Okay, well, you need to elaborate on that one. Because yeah, well, I'm, I'm a dyslexic fuck. My organization is bad. Mm. I, just, I just need to flow from one thing to the next because I cannot plan anymore. You're like I'm a so river. Yeah. I didn't know you were dys dyslexic. Oh, huge. Hugely. Really? Really bad. Oh, wait, dude. Is that why the, the thing in the back says Neef instead? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, says, it says Fen. <laughs> it says Hush, Hush, Hush. Does yeah, that ever I get have, in the way of you like getting getting shit done? Um, so I, I read by context, which means that like a lot of times if I'm reading out loud, people will kind of realize that I'm I'm not reading the actual words. I'm kind of reading like the groupings of words a lot of times and I'll like get one or two words just completely wrong. Um, the huh. other thing is I have like a, a lot of kind of the weird spooky stuff that like is around dyslexia where I have like a really hard time sequencing things. Like I still have a really hard time putting the months of the year in order or um, like associating numbers with something it, it, it it's very strange my brain works in like a giga adhd way which is probably why i'm so creative right you you, mm. you gain strength in other places your character tree is it weird honestly that's a great way to describe it the character yeah. tree like I, yeah. I i lost a shit ton of points in in the math category yeah. the point where i didn't <laughs> take it in my senior year in in high school but man it was it was put in different spots that's for yeah. sure I'm 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 glass cannon build. So for example, I had to get um a special allowance in my high school because I went to a boarding school and I had really good grades, uh, except for foreign language. And I it was it was baffling because I took three different foreign languages and I could always speak them. What? But I could never write them. And I would fail oh. every test. But my teacher would be like, he knows all these words. You just can't spell any of them. So I wow. failed three different language courses, and they gave me a special allowance to complete high school without a language course. Wow. Do you yeah. speak any languages fluently right now? No. I or used to like know a conversationally? Lot. I used to know a lot of Spanish because both my mom and dad are fluent in Spanish. But I, mm. I, it, now that I'm not around them every day, you, you lose it. You lose it fast. Uh, I, I did a documentary in Cuba one time in, in, in Organipónico. 
where I where I filmed about sustainable Dude. farming, and my Spanish was pretty pretty good when I was down there. Wow, it had and to be though because took- I lied that I was fluent. To, to, <laughs> um, it was uh, I was in grad school, and uh, there was like three different trips. There was one to like Portugal. There was one to I forget where the other one was, and then the last one was to Cuba. And at this point, Cuba was still pretty off limits to anybody but students. Yeah. And my dad spent a portion of his youth growing up in Cuba. Um, and I was like, so I, I really want to see Cuba. And at this point, Fidel wasn't dead. He was just missing. So I was like, this might be my only shot. So I right. lied on my college application. They're like, how good are you, are you at Spanish? I was like, fluent. No problem. So when we get to I Cuba. Was basically born in Cuba. Yeah. When we get to, <laughs> when we get to Cuba. Uh, I was like the 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 film element of this kind of social media effort because uh, I was a film major, and uh, we get down there and, and our handler gets down like meets us and starts speaking to us in Spanish, and I was like, oh, where's our translator? And they kind of look around. And they're like, it's you. You're fluent in Spanish. And I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, you yeah. said that out loud. I put it on an application. No, no. You said when you got there after oh, lying on the application, you get there and like, my, where's my? I said it to my one friend who was like essentially the the cameraman for the project. Oh I was like, God. he's talking to us in Spanish. Is is he going to talk to us more in English? And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, he's going to talk. He's talking to you. Like, you're the translator. And I was like, oh shit. So I had to figure out my Spanish. Holy shit. Fast, dude. Um, did it work out? I mean, like, it how, how hard was that? Because he knew some English. A lot of Cubans knew some English. I think from watching a lot of baseball, uh, like, <laughs> that's where I started <laughs> with a lot of them was, like, baseball stuff. But I, I knew enough to get us through. I think some people kind of, they were like, I don't know if we'll... <laughs> fuck he's talking because they're like long sentences and i would come back and i'm like "Mm -hmm." okay he said dinner is sometime later and (laughs) i think he mentioned mentioned something about a cow we we're just gonna see it's a surprise (laughs) it's a surprise We'll, 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 we'll do it we'll fix it in post yeah but that was a lot of fun man that was that was one of my favorite cuba is fucking incredible dude dude it's it's do they have those is that whole thing with the cars from the 50s is that like a legit thing oh dude i i one of the things that blew my mind is someone went by in like a pristine like 1950s oldsmobile and I, I'll never forget, he's driving with one hand, and in the other hand, he had a bottle of water, like a liter of water, with a piece of tubing that he had going directly to the radiator. Because there, <laughs> obviously, like, the coolant was cracked or something. So he was, like, po- like dr- line-dripping water dri- to the radiator to keep it from overheating while he was driving. And I was like, that's nuts they are so good at keeping these cars running it would it would blow your mind i mean that is crazy i mean i feel like you'd be really hard pressed to find like a pristine version of any of the cars that they have there in the u.s which is it's wild they keep them running like they keep them running long after death there's no reason that most of these cars should be running do they not get new ones 
that was like kind of what our documentary focused on is because they were they were kind of um bullied by the United States in a way mm -hmm. that, that they could there was no trade right they weren't really there was a a, lot of all these embargoes yeah and so they've become these like fiercely self-reliant people and so like the the documentary was on their sustainable farming which is it's crazy because this small island Cuba which you know uh, a lot of people look at and be like, oh, they're, you know, around the poverty line. What would they know about advanced sustainable farming? Their sustainable farming practices are like light years beyond the United States where they sustain like full parts of the city with these with these organic farms that are in like the middle of a city. So you're driving through a city and then there's just like this central park of like sustainable farming and they're Damn. incredible at it. And they That's feed crazy. everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tucker, yeah. you'd probably get a kick out of that. You with your environmental science major. Yeah, that sounds awesome. If you, yeah. I was. It's funny you mentioned Cuba. I was on Google Maps the other day, and if you go to the Street View of Cuba, I was looking at all the like antique or the vintage vehicles and stuff. It's a, mm -hmm. it's stunning. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a real. I, I think it's fully open now. I haven't been keeping track. I'm a, I'm a bad human being. I've totally tuned out from politics and stuff. I didn't even know there was a fucking space launch last night. Um, but it, it's definitely worth going. The food, the dancing, cigars, go see a baseball game. It's incredible. Mm. That's crazy, wow. man. Yeah. I would love to travel a little more, but I don't know if Cuba was the first place I had in mind. Uh, it, it should be high on your list. It's really, it's wild, man. It's, Fuck. it's crazy. Beautiful. The people are shockingly like just awesome. So when I went down, uh, I, I kind of did some research and people were like, dude, bring a backpack full of baseballs and, 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 <laughs> and MLB stuff and you will be the most popular guy in town. And at one point uh, I filmed this thing where I went to the town square and there were dudes just playing baseball in the town square. And I went up and I was like, hey, guys. And I pulled a Yankees hat out and a baseball. And I was like, Does anybody? and people were like. Yeah! <laughs> Dios mio! Green That's fucking awesome. Like it, it was, yeah, they were fucking juiced. So they let me just film them play baseball and hang out with them, and they were awesome, man. They showed Damn. me around, like, legitimately awesome human beings. Dude, that That's is fucking cool. That is so yeah. cool. It's always so fun to have, like, it's such a rare, specific experience to go to another country and yeah. then have a sort of experience with the people who live there that like sort of also requires you to cross the language barrier a little yeah. bit. So yeah. I, have I have, I mean, I know I've talked about my trip to China, but have I talked about that sister school I went to on the podcast ever? You've talked about the basketball story from China. Oh, okay. Did I talk not, about the arm wrestling story? No, I don't think I've oh, heard I'm the arm ready wrestling for this. story. So here we this, fucking baby. go, baby. So for people, people already know that I went to China in like 2015 or something for a, a trip that Tucker and I's high school up just decided to have. It wasn't even like crazy, connected, by the way, wasn't connected to any nuts. Chinese class or anything like that. Like I went and didn't know a lick of the language. Like I know like Buyao and like. What does Buyao mean? It just means I don't want when the, you're in when you're in t like when you go to fucking Beijing and they're trying to sell you a little like little fast leave me alone booyah. yeah like a little red booklet that has like yeah. Mao Zedong's like fucking manifesto on it and they're trying and to that's sell that to you and that's probably what they teach the Chinese people when they go to a place like New York City and people are like hey man yeah. 
<laughs> no, Have you no. heard of Joseph A. Smith? <laughs> Booyah, like wow. when, when you're walking by the fucking Empire State Building, they're trying to sell you a helicopter tour. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we went to this, we went to Xi'an, and there was this sister school that we went to that um, we were partnered up with people. It was it was like this private school. It was called Xi'an Number One High School, is its English <laughs> translation, which I think is hilarious. I love that. Um, and we. It, it was just one of those things where, like, the kid, the kids there knew, like, limited English, but they knew English way better right. than I knew any fucking Mandarin, which was, yeah. I mean, it made me feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but at one point, I don't know how this came about, but I got involved in a China versus America political <laughs> scheme. Political in, scheme? In, the, in, in China? The, in what the sense. That? With limited, with limited Mandarin, too. in the sense that I somehow got involved in like a bunch of kids from from the U.S. on my side and a bunch of the kids from Xi'an Number One High School, and we, I was arm wrestling a dude somehow. I don't know how this came about. Oh but yeah, we're arm wrestling. That, that was this the political had, debate. This had global political implications. It did. It, did. it was like, is is future. Famous YouTuber Ted Nivison gonna beat random kid from Xi'an number one high school. Who knows? Oh, I was um, like 16 or something like that. So Barack Obama was monitoring the situation. Yeah, no, they had a fucking they had Blackhawks around the around the school. (laughs) They had one of those. What Tucker? What's that uh, stealth? What's that stealth thing that's that flies overhead that you see? Stealth bomber. Yeah. A B two, yeah. They had a fucking B two flying <laughs> overhead in this in the fucking stratosphere, and I. It was crazy because it was like the first time around. I was like, "Oh, this kid isn't gonna be. He's not gonna be good at arm wrestling. This is right. obviously a purely American ordeal. Like, there's no way that he would know about how this works." Wrong. He like pretty much beat me the first time, but then and everyone's like screaming and stuff, and I'm like, "I can't. I can't do that. I have to." I have, you have to, to come, fight for your country. My I have to fight for my country. Yeah. Obama would have my head. I'd be going straight to Guantan- Guantanamo if I let. And I proudly stand up. <laughs> some, you heard some eagles yeah. softly, softly going in the background. Yeah. So, like an anime character, I was like, "No, it's not over." And I get up and I go and I like put my whole fucking being. Like it must have been like a fucking joke at at one point, but then I come back and I'm like, I. And then I win, and then it's like crazy on our side, and then it's like sort of like, oh, he won one, we won one, and then it's like a, oh, you know, a, wow. all right, we've 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 settled <laughs> the, the scene, score. The scene from fucking Predator, yeah, yeah. Dylan, <laughs> exactly. you son of a bitch. Yeah, there was like third match. There wasn't no, a rubber there wasn't match. A th- there wasn't a third match. Wow. But I if mean, you've never heard the story, wow. I can the basketball story. I can summarize it really quick. Will. It was like we were brought to a, we were brought to their like gym, um, their yeah. PA center or whatever, and all the kids were there. And we were all just, we were gonna be doing something there. I think we were just supposed to like, you know, do sports or whatever in the gym. And me and a couple of the guys who were also on this trip were like, oh, there's, they've got basketball hoops. We'll, we'll just shoot some basketball. So we ask around and we're like, okay, hey, there are basketball hoops here, and we're just kind of standing around. Can we get some basketballs? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll play basketball. And so. We're like, okay, cool. And we're waiting for a little bit. And then all of a sudden it's like, they start to like make a crowd around the basketball court. And we're like, what is going on? And, you know, we played basketball, but it was, they brought in 
their basketball team. Oh, shit. And it's like me and like four other dudes that are just like random kids from from fucking our high school, our Massachusetts high school, that were not on the basketball team. And there's this one dude who's like 6'5", and he's like 16 years old, and we're like, what? And we play a whole funk, and I'm in khakis. I'm in khakis and like a fucking long sleeve. And we're playing a whole game of fucking basketball with these guys. I'm sweating. I'm like fucking. And these guys are like, they've got the fucking arm warmer on and stuff. Yeah, the shooting (laughs) sleeve. They look like creative players from NBA 2K. (laughs) The the um and the that story basically ends with at one point I rejected that dude who was like six five. He was trying to go up for it. And then later on, I hear that apparently that dude was going into uh, Chinese professional basketball. So that's my claim to fame in the. uh, You said Boo Yao. (laughs) I said Boo (laughs) Yao. Did you win the game, Ted? No, no, we didn't. At one point, they had to bring, they had to give us one of their players. That's at one point they, they they put one of their players on our team Ted, and we all of a sudden we got one I of their I would just I would just say be thankful you didn't ask to use their diving pool because from what I understand they're the best divers in the world and they would have fucking destroyed you. Oh. China's the best at a lot of shit I'm yeah. not going to lie At least basketball you, you had a fighting chance <laughs> They love yeah. basketball though yeah. they got they got their their whole NBA, the NBA thing there. Yeah man that's yeah. why it's such a big deal when when someone from the NBA says that Taiwan is real, and then <laughs> and then <laughs> and uh, and then China then they're like, like LeBron, it. you gotta you gotta say something about this, and he's like, just not, yeah. <laughs> it's just not not smart. And then he goes, Nike wouldn't out. like it. What? <laughs> Bing chilling. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good yeah. story, Ted. I love that. Yeah, no, it was wish, one of the craziest things to happen to me. I wish for sure. I wish I had more fucking stories about. Just being in pl- in cool places. See, I've had zero, zero foreign enrichment in my entire life, and I think it's abundantly obvious based on the type of person I've become. Yep. You're, a, you're at a crossroads. You can either I, travel and enrich yourself, or you become a grunt guy. Dude, <laughs> well, what if true. I could be both? What if That's I could be true. both? No, you can't you, be both. No, you can't. can't Why would both? you want to be a no grunt guy? No one is is like making their ways down the channels of Venice. You know, uh, and, and the guy's like, oh, which, uh, grazie. You want to get the linguine later? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you're touched by the magic. I went to Ireland once. I was I was six years old. The only <laughs> thing I remember from that fucking god-awful country is the plants that have spikes on them. They're called nettles. It's the only, only bit of knowledge I retain from that fucking shithole. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I get why you guys forgot how to make potatoes. It's, it's just, it's absolutely miserable there. Schlatt just unearthed trauma. I just have this vision of six-year-old Schlatt chocked full of nettles like a fucking porcupine. <laughs> we were playing frisbee. We we brought a frisbee on the trip somehow. We were throwing it with our fucking Irish ancestors, and I run into a bush full of nettles, and I'm like, ah! and they're like, oh no, don't don't go into that. A little late to tell me. I go inside. I'm fucking bleeding. Like my arms, my oh legs are God. fucking shredded. Oh and they're like, God. "Yeah, oh sorry, we forgot to tell you about the fucking nettles." That yeah, are and then, all the, and then they say, country. "It's all right. Here's a beer." Yeah, and, and I, say, Booyow. <laughs> I say, "Booyah!" I said, "Booyah!" I went to Australia, but that's not very different. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the least in. Enri- that's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
That's the uh, least rotation Australia of the crop circle like there in terms of enrichment. United States. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> Mad Max United States a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it, it did is. feel a little a little more dangerous. Yeah. You know? A lot more poisonous spiders. Schlott, did you see the movie Nope? Nope. <laughs> I don't know if you're that's nope question mark or No. Uh, the last the movie I watched was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That's a great and it movie. was the best movie I've seen all yes. year. And I decided I would stop watching movies this year. I loved that movie. You should see Nope. That There's a lot of chimpanzee nope, attacks good. in it. There's, there is a lot. It's a very prevalent theme. It's quite a bit. It's, it's like you, you start watching that movie and like from the get-go, you're like, man, chimpanzee attack. You'd Maybe like I it. I think you'd, I, you know, it's one of those things where I think that most people I'd be like, expect to be shocked. But then yeah. for that scene for Schlatt, I just think that he'd be guffawing the whole what time. What that scene? Is there a chimpanzee attack scene? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There is? Big time. Specifically, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like 10 Big minutes time. long. What the fuck? Yeah. Why did no one tell me? <laughs> I, that's what I'm telling you now. I got to go see this fucking film. It I'm was that. People. All, right, all right. I got a list. I got a short list. I got Nope now, and I got yeah. All Quiet on the Western Front. I want to see that mm, shit, too. I like somebody walks out of the movie great. theater after seeing Nope, Nope, and they're running to the fucking phone booth to, like, <laughs> trying to they're get you on the line. Yo, slut! <laughs> fucking chimpanzee attack scene! Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, I wish we telegraphed more. That is an opinion that you hold only. With telegraph. I mean, okay, you want to you want to like it. What is what is different? What is so great about telegraphing that you couldn't get in like just sending like an old-fashioned letter? It just feels so urgent. Something about Morse code just feels so <laughs> fucking urgent. That, that's true because you don't know what is you don't know what's being said. Yeah. You have to decipher that it. Is and if true. it is Do you think urgent, anybody sexted via telegraph? Oh, definitely. that's a question no one's ever. Do you think some dude? Well, was just sexting sitting there? is almost inherently urgent based on your your hormones, your horniness. It's right. a hormonal but urgency. Now, just imagine <laughs> some guy sitting there. Can you hear uh, this? I assume. Oh, well, I'm getting I'm getting hints of it, but it sounds like you're doing the the Go XLR. Yes, beep I'm doing thing. the Go XLR beep. And some guy's sitting there, and he's like, "Oh, you want me to do what? <laughs> wait, wait, what you?" <laughs> What's she saying? Scribble song. Ooh, oh, nasty. <laughs> Some guy's in the room next door. He's like piecing it together. He's like, that's just awful. <laughs> they're sending SOS. Mean. I think they're coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, no. Thomas Edison did this. According to what? Reddit. Yeah. Thomas Edison taught his, sec his second wife Morse code so they could communicate in secret. That's incredible, Fuck, dude! What a fucking man. homie. So Thomas Edison, treacherous Thomas, getting his getting his rocks <laughs> off via the Thomas. telegram. Damn! Wow. There is something urgent about. Well, here's the thing: there is an equation that's required for the urgency of the telegram because mm. you can't be the one to receive to know that you got the telegram. You need a person to come into the room and say, "So you've got a telegram." <laughs> That's, that's true. That's like an important aspect of receiving a telegram is you need to hire someone to to interpret the beeps and yeah. write it into smut. Write it into smut and then come in and say, <laughs> "Sir, you've got a telegram." You have a and, fucking liaison going back and forth. Yeah, I want to come in you, and he's just like, "Ah, oh, God, yeah. sir." <laughs> yeah, I, I I used to work for the war effort. What the fuck is this? <laughs> 
you've got like one of the Navajo code talkers doing it encrypted for you so that nobody can figure out what you're the saying. Wind talkers. <laughs> The, the, the <laughs> yeah, dude, encrypted fucking sex telegrams. Oh, man. Oh, shit. That's good. That's good memes right there. That's a, that, that's yeah. really funny. I don't know if I'm too nostalgic for the telegram. It's, I mean, it's. I don't think any of us are time. old enough to be. <laughs> it's before my time, but. Um, yeah, Will, but you're nostalgic about telegrams, given yeah. how old you are. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the telegram like it was yesterday. Yeah. You know what I miss? Huh. I miss the flip phone T9 predictive text. That's oh, yeah. what I miss. I grew up on that shit. Everyone else had, was starting to get like iPhones and shit. My parents were like, nah, you st you're sticking with you that Motorola could Razor. Fly. Are you using an, uh, an iPhone? I have an iPhone now, yeah. They have a version of it. <clears throat> they do? You just leave your finger on the phone and start tracing the letters. and it'll. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do that. I never but I, understood. I'm talking about like the the... You get the keypad, the, the nine boy. numbers. You got to hit boy. one three times yeah. to get to see. Yeah. yeah. I feel like in order to use that swipe thing, though, you have to have like a brain that thinks in the fourth dimension. Like I have never, I've tried it before and I do not know yeah. how it fucking works. No. I used I to, do the predictive text though, he's right. I think the swipe thing you can teach your brain because I, when I taught tennis, I taught with a girl who would text in her pocket. Huh? Using, yeah, using predictive text, and it was crazy. She would like. So look you at a weren't message. even mad. You were impressed. No, she was my coworker. Oh, I thought this was like a student that was no, she like would take her phone out. <laughs> she would get the get the message quickly, and then she would put her phone in her pocket and do this. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, how do you even? How do you... A wizard. I mean, that is people were up. good at. Good at texting when it back at the keypad era was I almost exclusively did... used the swipe feature. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I'm I'm very good at it. Mm. But did your question? Oh, did your dyslexia hamper your texting ability? And this is from a pure curiosity, not being like, haha, oh, you're yeah. dyslexic. I, I've I've sent and posted some things that are just wrong. They're just <laughs> nonsense. They're just, they're just <laughs> wrong. There's What's so many the... tweets. What's the and worst then your one? whole audience is like, ha ha, <laughs> we'll oh. just post it gobbledygook again, dude. Fuck. But you could, you could ruin them. You could ruin them. You How? could, you could tear them down. You could say that's ableist. I'm not, I'm not stooping to that. <laughs> oh, you think it's a stoop, Ted? I'm not missing a leg. I can't read. <laughs> The people that are allowed to use ableism, I'm not one of them. Okay. Oh my Ted, I'm not missing a leg. I can't read. Okay. That's fair. Fair yeah. point. I fair listen, point. I think that some people should be able to use the ableism ban badge. I'm just not one of them. Let me clarify mm -hmm. by saying that, right? Which is why my like zombie apocalypse plan is so anti ableist because yes. of the ramps. Listen, I I've experienced things like this, okay? Where people mm. steal some Valor. You want to know what Valor is getting stolen all over the place that I what? can't stand? Freckles, okay? You've got all freckles. These, I got freckles. I've seen and you with your shirt off. like five years ago, it became vogue to have freckles. And all these fucking wannabes started getting freckles tattooed on them. Huh? Tattooed? You guys don't know this? No. What the oh, fuck? I'm dude. learning now. 
I'm this learning became now. a huge thing. A bunch of mostly women. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be gender. Well, now live now on the Chuckle Sandwich Podcast, saying tattoo freckles are a specifically woman problem. Yes. Scott, could you put like a little news ticker under him right now? Thank you. It's like I think it's like tattoo and henna freckles. A lot of people started doing them. Wow. Are we finding any information on this? Am I? Totally- yeah, this seems to be a pretty big thing. And they last, they're semi-permanent, so they're not as permanent as a real tattoo. This is saying six months to ten years, but it might as well be. I got my ass kicked growing up for having freckles, right? You got your ass kicked? Someone said, look at you with your weird dots on your face, let me beat the shit out of you? Oh, for sure. Really? What were their names? used to hold me down and play connect the dots. Wait, who? As though my freckles would draw something in the constellation of the swirling mel- like melanin on my skin, but it was nothing. It was just them oh. butchering me with a ballpoint. Wow, that must have been painful too. A ballpoint, not even a sharpie. It's, no, not even the not, not even the fucking honor no, to use it, a sharpie with a ballpoint. It wasn't it wasn't accurate enough. The, the a ballpoint pen does not yeah. work on skin. So I'll tell you, I ended up in a situation. I ended up in a real Mexican standoff at one point because a girl I knew got tattooed freckles and I approached her and I said, you know, I was trying to be magnanimous. I said, I like your new freckles. And she said, oh yeah, they really come out when the sun's out. And I said, I said, jerk. And, and, it was one of those things like curb your enthusiasm where sometimes you can let things go and sometimes you just can't. And I looked sometimes her dead in the eyes and I in. said, are you fucking kidding me? And I did this. And I showed her that I am covered head to toe in freckles. And I went, come on, those aren't real freckles. And she said, no, of course they are. I've had them my whole life. I could have walked away. I could have accepted that she was insecure about getting ta- freckle tattoos. No. You, I pulled you. up her fucking Instagram, Whoa. and I went back. In, with, with her standing there? Standing. And I go, where are the freckles? Here's you in a bathing suit. Lots of sun there. Where are they then? And she was Why like, to me. She's like me. you just can't see them there. And I went, you fucking liar. Just say that you got them done. Erroneous. It's okay. I don't mind. Just admit it. Wow. Would not admit it. Would that not is admit it. wild. Yeah. I've heard people getting tattoos of like hairline so oh. that they look, you know, so that they can just be bald and pretend like they still have a little bit of stubble going on. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard of the fucking freckle thing. That's oh, it's nuts. Big. It's honestly big. the freckle thing seems less intense than the fucking hairline one. I are you talking about like the the like the straight up. It looks like a buzz cut, but it's just yeah. It looks up. like a buzz cut, but it's tattoo. just tattoo. It's just tattoo all God, the way around. That is so, so, so. That's almost. There's so many levels worse than freckle tattoos. I feel like than just like a I don't whole think head that of hair. Is. You're not. You're not like. I mean, you're, I guess I guess you're kind of you're kind of pretending. I don't mind the freckle tattoos, but you, but but when you f- you just hated this person. I didn't hate this person. I just hated that this person you that I knew. Them that I knew wouldn't admit. It's dude, it's like if if I showed up tomorrow 
And I clearly had a Brazilian butt lift, right? My ass is just gigantic. And you're like, well, what happened? And I'm like squatting. And you're like, I saw you a week ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's still bloody bandages on your ass. What Dude, are you talking about? Your ass like, is going further than your hips. What yeah, are you and I'm talking like, about? I got a great new trainer. And you're like, what? What are you what are they putting cantaloupe in yeah. your skin? What are you And then you're like about? then you're like, wait, look at this picture of your ass I took the other day. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly. Would you guys ever get a Brazilian butt lift? Maybe would, for content. Would me or Schlatt get a Brazilian yes. I think that would be mm -hmm. a great fucking I wouldn't, fucking but video. I imagine Tucker might. You seen that guy on Can TikTok you... who's got the big butt? Yes, yeah. but I think yes. that's fake. That is definitely an implant. Yeah. Oh, oh. it's an implant? No, I... like a like a he just kind of puts them in his pants, yeah. you know? I think he's made a video showing the actual thing and it was like Oh, a... yeah, the guy that yeah. runs everywhere? Yeah, yeah. The oh, guy that's that runs. totally. He's always yeah, got like a security yeah. team with him in those videos. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, he's he's totally it's totally just a costume. But what if you did that? I have considered No. <laughs> You Don't. didn't let me finish. You I know, didn't let but, me finish what I was going to say. To start with that is such a strong open, you know, <laughs> when talking about a Brazilian butt lift or an implant in your ass. I'm not talking about start, a Brazilian butt lift. I know, I'm not but talking just, about, but that's I'm what we're talking about. talking about. So for you to ass, say, I have considered <laughs> is a tough open. It has to open. do with body modification. Okay. I okay. have considered yes. more than once that, uh, of... Filming, you know, a shit ton of videos in advance and then working on them over the course of maybe like six months. So there's a drip feed of videos from when I filmed them back at the oh, beginning of I the year. I think you've told me about this. I've definitely told you about this. And then the second I'm done filming all those videos, I start putting steroids in my ass, <laughs> like anabolic steroids. And then okay. for the next three, four months... I'm just living in the gym. Yeah. And I will I will blow up like a balloon. I will get in, insanely shredded. And then once the videos run out, I'm just back. The audience thinks nothing happened. But all of a sudden, I'm just huge. Yeah. Just like out of nowhere, I'm just absolutely yoked. I think that would be fucking hilarious. They're like, what the fuck happened in a week? That would be amazing. Because yeah. they're still You'd seeing the shit from a year Griffin, ago. Griffin, though, when he went on steroids, though. Or Stewie, when he flew. No, it was Peter who went. On I think steroids. at one point everybody in the show was jacked. There was an episode where Stewie <laughs> was jacked. There was an episode where yeah. Brian was jacked. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, the, I just specifically remember the one where Stewie got jacked, and then he could fly with the skin flaps. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, it, all right. So I, 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 the big thing where I think about this idea, where it kind of like. It's kind of like iffy, you know, is that steroids are harmful in mm. the long term. Yeah. But if I just do one round of them, you know, I just do one cycle and I get really big just for just for a joke, you know, it would be yeah. such a good bit and no one's ever done it before. Tucker, it we're going to need some information on these steroids. Yeah, here. I got a it's guy I can, if you want to come after this, yeah, I have a guy right. who can help you. Tucker, My cock already steroids? doesn't work. No, it, I don't already do steroids, can't get hard. So like, I don't see names, the problem. Well, what's the what's the disadvantages of doing steroids? I know that there are plenty, but uh, I don't can, know what they can, are. You can schwack your testosterone up. It's very hard on your organs, so you can't really be drinking and, and doing stuff like that. 
with it. I already well. put a beating on on my body. I mean, it's been carrying a hundred pounds extra weight for like a yeah. couple of years now. You're not a heavy guy. You're not a, a, a rotund person. I gained probably seventy pounds since COVID started. Yeah, but I think I also turned twenty one around that time, and yeah. so I don't know if it was the COVID or I don't know if it was my incessant daily drinking. Yeah, right. Might have been it. the latter. Might have been it. the latter. Sitting around all day and drinking will definitely make it big. I've yeah. finally gotten back in shape, like mm. to where I was before COVID. I'm, I'm hitting. I remember that seeing last your in, your Twitter post where you posted a photo of you looking hot, and yeah. you were like, you were Pretty like, COVID. it was you at thirty, and you were like, I'm looking to get back to this point. I remember seeing yep. that post, and yep. so you you felt like you you've done it. Uh, I'm I'm starting to get a little well, look at you. cranked Woo! again. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm I'm entering the last phase where it's like cutting down again because um, you put the yeah. size on and then it's like you strip away the the gunk. So you, wow, mm. yeah. I had I had a follow up thing and then I <laughs> as I was forgot. as you I was opening it just yeah, left my mind. Yeah. Well, yeah. you. So I remember it. You you work out for two hours a day. I do. That's oh, in, that's shit. wild to me. Really, Tucker? You also work out for a similar amount. Yeah, usually like, like an hour, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less. God, it's just wild to me. Like I feel like I give myself so many excuses to just not put that in my schedule that it just the two one or two hours just sounds like an insane amount of time to be working out for. Yeah, well, but it's not. You get hooked I mean, on like, it, and then you fit everything else in your schedule around it. Yeah, yeah right. Me, Ted, you and me. We've got two hours a day, probably. We do. We do. We always we do. do. We, we do. All, we, I, of, of any sort of person doing any sort of job in the entire world, we have the most opportunity to go to the gym than, than anyone. I have a huge advantage, though, in that I, I love working out. It's my favorite part of the day. It's really? like a meditative thing for me. I listen to mm. music. I watch what I want. It's like silent. You know what I mean? I... I enjoy that period of my day more than any other period of my day. So that's a huge advantage. But I think if if you're not one of those people who enjoy working out, I think you should just get a trainer. Like there's such an advantage in someone just telling you to be like, do that. And then you mm, just do, yeah. you know, do what they say. How did you get into working out initially? Uh <laughs> my my dad thought I was a fat kid and he gave me a gym membership for Christmas when I was eleven. And I started going. Oh. Damn. Damn. Are you still working out at a at a public gym? Uh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I, I, I like I like like real so it's interesting. I was a member at like the bougie gym in Los Angeles. Equinox. Yeah. And I fucking hated Ooh. it. I fucking hated it. It was just a different vibe. I, I needed to be back where the metal was. I needed to be back where there was like <laughs> palpable testosterone in the air yeah. and weights yeah. were slamming and a dude had his shirt off. You know what I mean? Like, smell fear. <laughs> so you yeah, said something I, interesting there. I, I fucked with that way more. Cause I, the other gym Equinox, it's gorgeous. It's really nice. But like you have like influencers like on their phone, like recording yeah. a set. Mm -hmm. And then I'm they like, get pissed at you when yeah. you like walk by. They're like, yes. dude, that was yeah. for the, that was for the gram, man. Yep. Or, or like the other thing you get at really nice gyms is people doing these insane circuits where they're using like eight different pieces of equipment at the same time. And you're like, okay, dude, okay. come on, man. 
Um, yeah. And it was just always packed, and people were moving so slow, and no one's actually sweating. I like that fucking dirty gym. You like you like to smell blood and salt. Yeah, they also have they also have better equipment. I feel like really nice gyms have a lot of really good cardio equipment, which is who, who the fuck needs that? Just run, just get on a treadmill and fucking run. Um, but like they don't have like the heavy hitting. I'm gonna develop my fucking lats. Weird like torture rack type. You know what I mean? Like just these archaic stretching racks and fucking, you know what I mean? That like I a medieval fucking, torture machine. Exactly. You need those. And that's like what really gives you the bomb. Wow. I pay $27 a month. <clears throat> is that Anytime Fitness? What is it that? Is, or is LA Fitness? It's LA Fitness. Yeah, that's what I was looking to go to next from, from mm. what I have now. Because it's like, it I don't, because I don't, because I'm fucking, I'm like, I was going to it and I was like, it's nice, but like, I don't fucking need it. It's also expensive. And it's like, Teddy, I'll bring you in. And then that way you and Schlack honestly, can, can that is something I would like. I need, at the I, same think, time. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that I need is I need, I need some, some peeps to go with just you, yep. someone yeah. to, to show up with someone else. I feel like is so important mm-hmm. um, that it's like, we're, you know, we're going uh, next who, week. Who are you? Well, yeah, I've got to get you that little guest pass. Do thing. it. We're we're going every day. I'm out there. Yeah, you got to order some. Um, someone gotta, to keep you honest, man. That's good. You got to order some creatine exactly. too. <laughs> some no explode. Some of the Cold Stone Creamery protein powder. You will get so yoinked if you do that. Yoinked in a good way or a bad way? Yeah, big. Have you ever done pre workouts? I've tried a pre-workout, like, but it's it's just like one of those ones that's like caffeine, and I'm like, yeah, this, this is this doesn't boomer, even this doesn't even hit. This hits barely as hard as my fucking ADHD medicine does in an eighth form. That's right. As a boomer, as a guy who remembers the telegraph, let me say, pre-workouts used to be way better. Okay, that really? old shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's not the you, same if your hands aren't fucking. Yeah, you used to feel like there <laughs> were dude, bugs there was under coke your in them. Is what he's trying to say. There's co- <laughs> there was coke in the pre workout. You oh dude, so many of them got banned. So many of them got banned by the the Food and Drug Administration. Like they would they would release them and you could buy them before. Like there was one called Muscle Marinade at one point, oh, and it was like you took it, fuck. and it was it was like pulling the pin on a grenade. You had thirty minutes to be in a gym working out, or you were shitting your brain. You would fucking take that shit and you just, you know, dude, honestly, that's kind of how Tucker described his pre workout experience to me, though, when he was still in the Marines. Like, he'd be like, be like, dude, I'm taking this pre workout, and if I'm not, if I in the next 20 minutes, if I'm not in a gym, I'm gonna, I'm feeling like I need a punch. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that and we used to, it was good stuff. What'd you take? (laughs) I don't, back then, I don't know, I was just going with my buddies because I was just getting into hitting the gym and I would just take whatever they handed me. <laughs> oh, shit. Do you, you ever take any rip fuel? I don't know. I know they had... Okay. I know rip that fuel. they have that in the Marines and it's basically rip methamphetamines. Rip fuel and muscle marinade. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, yeah, baby. God. I gotta start working out, man. Oh, or I just, you just gotta get into the business of naming them because it seems you like they'll take anything. The most. as As a partially grunty guy... It really, it re- it'll take you to the next level. I have a home gym. I, I'm, I'm get. Don't go to your home gym. Well, I'm at the point, man, where I would feel c- very 
like insanely conscious about who's around me in a gym because in Austin, everyone knows I'm there. Mm. And a lot of the gyms, like a lot of young kids. Mm. And so unless I went to Anytime Fitness at like 3 a.m., which is something I used to do, uh, I would be very nervous and like, fuck, who's watching me type type things. I went to a restaurant the other night. I got two steps in the door. I took two two photos with two of the workers. Like really? It, yeah, man. And so as much as I want to be out you don't and doing like that, stuff. Huh? No, no. I mean, I I like attention, but when it gets in the way of like something I'm I'm actually trying to do, like yeah. Ted, when you were trying to walk through the convention center, it gets a little right like Yeah, no, that was a that that kind of sucked a little bit. It's weird. It's it's like a it's a double I mean, it is literally a double-sided sword. It yeah. is the definition of a double-sided sword because it's like there that the 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 reason it's happening is as a result of your success and you know, and I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but sometimes when you're really like when you're trying to when you're late for something or you're trying to make something, that's when it it hits it hits different where you're like Oh, oh, I have to keep moving, but you're so nice. And I don't want to fucking, I don't know. I feel like you de deal with it in a different way though, Schlatt. I feel like you're like, <clears throat> and then they're like, uh, oh, I'm, I'm a grunt guy. Yeah. That's what I do when I walk. Uh, are you Schlatt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, huh, take their phone. Just there give it really back. is a, a difference in how people approach you though. You know what I mean? There's some people that approach you and you're just like, oh man, you're so sweet and polite. And then there are other people and you're like, oh, that's yeah. And those people will probably be at the gym recording me <laughs> <laughs> recording me doing like one plate on the bench press. Ah! You know, but you know well. <laughs> yeah. You are probably the most famous acting boy that I've met. You carry yourself in such a famous way. Like when mm. we're going on a flight okay. to Philly and I've got main cabin and i walk into this flight and Story i time. see will neff sitting his little <laughs> shrew ass down on a first class seat he's sitting there with his fucking big puffy jacket he's looking yeah. there he's looking up at me he's looking embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> we had the option for point crow party to tell them what <laughs> So why were you, you on the flight? Them. Let's let's back up here. Yeah, I guess the context. The context <laughs> is so Son Will and I and several others. <laughs> we can cut it out if you want, but I think no, it's funny. No, it's great. Um, the we were uh, Eric Point Crow. He is a yes. Twitch streamer. He had this massive event that was a real life IRL Mario Party. They were doing it in in, in Pennsylvania, and it was like this massive massive set it was like it was huge it was life-size mm -hmm. um and they were flying a bunch of people out to be the npcs and also players will you were you were doing luigi and i was, I was the shopkeeper and it was woody woods which is if you guys know mario party it was it was the one with the two the happy tree and the angry tree mm. um mm -hmm. but yeah, so we we had the they took care of everything. It was really really cool. I mean, they got they got hotels, they got meals, they got fucking, and so we had to fill this Google form, and they had the option of like, what sort of um, class of flight do you prefer? And for me, I was like, maybe the Comfort Plus because I'm a bigger dude and I'd like that room. 
And so I get some main cabin, I get some Comfort Plus, and I get to the airport, and I'm chatting with Will because we're on the same flight. And then they call first class, and Will turns to me and he's like, "All right, it's our turn now. See you in there." And I was like, no, "I'm uh, I'm main cabin." He's like, "He's like, oh what? Oh, am I an asshole? Am I an asshole? I got first class the whole thing." <laughs> yeah, I did it, on the form when it said first class. I wrote, "If at all possible." question mark that's, that's so funny i didn't know that no one else would request first class i didn't know that <laughs> it was a four-day trip to it pennsylvania was, it, was, it was and when you described it to me and you were like it's a four-day trip to pennsylvania i was like well if they're paying i guess i guess i kind of was kicking myself that i didn't ask for that after I thought <laughs> you were doing that, okay. Yeah, to be that's honest, four days of the of your time that they're asking for, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna. I, I, I feel horrible saying this, but when I fly on a flight, if I don't fly in the Comfort Plus or the first class, I'm fried after I get off the plane. Fried. Yeah, I mean, flights are fucking tiring, man. Yeah, they are tiring, dude. Especially like that middle seat. Mm. Yeah. Especially when people don't know the etiquette. Have we talked about the fucking etiquette? Have you ever talked about the oh, etiquette? I, ta I mean, Your audience I, should we know. haven't talked about it, but I will talk about the etiquette because because when we got off the flight, like we had like a brief mention of it. Yes. But go if for it. If you are in the middle seat, mm -hmm. you get both armrests. True. Everybody true. knows this. this and is, sometimes uh, it's crystal. there are ground wars where people on the window we'll start posturing for your armrest. Mm -hmm. I just broke my Herman Miller when I did that. I yanked too violently. <laughs> that marks a surprising ratio of podcast episodes to chairs broken on Chuckle Sandwich. You're two or three episodes ago, well, I broke my steel case by kicking it for a bit. I can't believe I've done this. Well, we're that not going to we're not going to pay for it. <laughs> I just want to get that out of the way. We're not paying for it. First class ticket. <laughs> yeah, so so you're right, Will. There is a there is a rule. If you're in the middle seat, you get both because you are in the shittiest seat. And yeah. and for and it's it's one of those things though, you gotta correct me on this. I'm trying to remember what is the best part of that of that armrest. Is it better to have your arms in the back of it or in the front? Front. In the front. You think so? Because then you kinda have to lean forward. I feel like it might be the back. There's no share in it. Oh, yeah, I know. I know that. Aisle, I know that. But I'm I'm thinking in terms of like when you are trying to establish control as the middle seater, because it is a silent war. It is it is a there war. There should that be is, no war. It is, but but when you there are should trying, be an understanding. When Jesus you are trying to get your due, your what what you what belongs to you, yeah. you kind of have to do like the the yeah. Okay, you do a little pivot in on yeah. the inner part and then start rotating like a clock hand. So you eventually have the whole armrest. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's wrong? What, what, what's wrong with that? You well, seem I, confused. I mean, if you it comes to war, I think you just... Are you that insane? You're an insane man. If I'm you really, in the middle you're gonna seat? spend hours with that person. You're gonna start off with, Pah! yes, Rah! really, you shock and awe. 
I'm not tangoing with your fucking elbow. I'm not. He already gets one. He already gets one. He already gets one. Think of it. Think of it like this. This is one in a view. This is a a 50-50 transaction for for both people to the side. They get one. The other person gets one. Yeah. The person in the window seat gets a view. And the person in the aisle seat, they're the person that can be that guy that gets to stand up first. Yes. Which honestly, when a flight ends, is one of is huge. It's it's honestly it's it's turning me towards I fuck with the aisle seat. I've been on a flight before when I was a younger man with two rotund people where my flight was like this. And my spine was like chalk at the end of the flight. Without a sit without with nary an armrest, the full weight of your of your person is just bearing down on your spinal column and it's just vaporizing your discs. Wow. You're turning to powder. You're becoming You're, you are you're becoming to muscle dust. marinade. Yeah. You're becoming just pure, the only thing that was balancing your spine was the pure marrow. Yes. Left. Yeah. <laughs> um but I mean, I suppose we should we've been going for a little bit now, but I want to quickly chat about uh that trip because I feel like that was a, a funny thing, but I feel What oh, the man, fuck? We've been going for You you probably got to go though, don't you, Will? My Discord just crashed, and I thought it was something you guys did as a bit. What? I've never experienced that. <laughs> My Discord just fully crashed, and I 100% thought it was a bit you guys do. Are you still recording? Yes. Not where my, we, my uh, where we remove the guest from I the wish, <laughs> I just... wish you could have seen it on my end, but Ted, it literally went, we've been recording for a while now, and I think <laughs> we should. And it went, yeah, and I was I like, mean, is this one of their new fucking bacon or gaming <laughs> things? Yeah, well, that would have been we, so rude. I would never do that to you. Well, you, you know, know I we, love you. I do have a question for you, Will, though. What's sure. the shape of Italy? It's a boot. No, it is a thing that you're doing? No, I I don't agree with this. I I'm, don't not ag- gonna I'm not going <laughs> to kick him. I'm not going to kick him. I'm not going to kick him. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, I've gotten that pulled on me many times in Xbox Live, though. The second you say boot, you're just you're fucking gone. kicked. That's the worst. That's the worst. Getting kicked from Xbox Live parties is like... Oh. That you really—that's pain right there. Man. I want to yeah. talk about the Philly thing before we go, before we go there because we we've been recording for about an hour now. Yep. But that was a fun trip. It was a great trip. It was incredible good, people. Good fucking trip. Yeah. And Will, you yeah. were incredibly funny. Oh, on stop. that stream. I don't. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, obviously the Mario Party thing, but Will for context, decided to do a Luigi Italian accent the whole time. Yes, for um, the entirety of the four and a half hour. Would you <laughs> give true. an example of what that sounded like? Yeah, what? Well, I'm a Luigi. I'm a gonna win. <laughs> so he did that the whole time, and he started off really positively. But then for each of the characters that we were playing, it was like this whole long improv thing. They started, in, we all started independently introducing lore into yeah. this world <laughs> like for me i forget what my lore was it was something stupid like where where i'm i've got like i'm cousins with with like the guy who was playing toad which is slime he's on the yard his name yep. was Ch- he went by chode with the with the 
with there was Chodette and they were like divorced, Chodin Chodette. And yeah. like I had like this big issue with Mario where I kept like bullying him the whole time. Yes. I was homies with Boo, like, and I was helping him through his trauma. And Boo, the ghost, was traumatized by yeah. Will, yes. who through his through Luigi, through his Luigi's mansions ordeal, had killed his whole family. That's right. Um, and in the beginning of the stream, I told everybody, I was like, I want one of my character things to be whenever I mention the ghost game, because we can't mention it because of Nintendo, just right. all grown, just all be so over <laughs> my fucking ghost game. And I'm going to be so proud of it. So every time we had a break, I'd be like, I was like, everybody love my ghost game. They can't wait for the next ghost game. And everybody was like, was oh, like shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up about the ghost. You're just jealous of my ghosts. And, uh. So throughout, uh, King Boo and I had a lot of interesting that was interactions Jarvis Johnson. that that ended in like a Scarface style monologue where I'm dying, where I talked about yeah. how I how his family died like pigs and they begged for their lives, and I can put you them do in the, my just, vacuum. Oh yeah, can, can you, you just do, do the? Can you just do it? It was so funny. Your family died badly. They begged for their lives like pigs. And I pulled them into my vacuum cleaner. And then I fucked the nozzle. That's like some fucking robot chicken Mario and Luigi in Vice Dude, City shit. Like, man. And it was all improv. The moment that Will said that he fucked the nozzle of the vacuum cleaner, he killed King Boo's family with. It was like we were people were knocking over the shops towards the end. They, they told us that we could get to keep things like normal for the first yeah. five rounds and then after round five it was like you Delirium. start making things weird <laughs> and it was like i went over and i like beat the shit out of eric point crow the mario and then he like <laughs> laid dead for, for like <laughs> for like full two turns i had this thing where i was selling it was like the mushroom where you can move five steps but it was called dash shoes and at some point, I thought it would be funny to just start calling them nicotine shoes and that the shoes had nicotine in them. And then it got to a point where no one was referring to the shoes as dash shoes. Yeah. Everyone was just calling them the nicotine shoes. And it became <laughs> through like... The, through the lore, it was revealed that sales of nicotine had been prohibited. And so the <laughs> shop owner was trying to get everybody hooked on nicotine yeah. by marketing these shoes. And then he it's, had flavors such as cotton candy and Gerber baby's food mushy peas. <laughs> and I was like, I, I feel like you're advertising this to a very young audience. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about, Mario? Everybody likes these flavors. Flavors adults eat baby food sometimes too. Oh my god. Yeah. It was a really, really fun time. But what I will never ever get over from that trip was the cafeteria that they had there. Yeah. It was so good to the point where when we were getting driven to the airport like two days ago, or yes, two days ago, I was on a monologue about how good the fucking food was. We got there and my first food I have, they had like a, it was it was like a catering. Like they had like those metal tins that you pull up and it's like, yeah. oh, you can serve yourself. It was buffet style. Oh my God, they had a fucking Philly cheesesteak when I first got there. And I was like, this is a really, it was good too. It was like, this is a really good start. And then they had 
I knew Ted good. was committed. Let me put it this way. I knew Ted was committed when we ran into each other and he said, did you have those empanadas? And I said, yeah, they were really good. And he said, how many empanadas did you have? And I said, I had three. He said, I had 12. <laughs> I had 12 empanadas. Oh I had <laughs> 12. Christ, okay, well, you got to understand. They were not like, oh, this size empanadas. They were not that big. They were like this big. Mm. Okay. Ted. They were like you I could have them in two empanadas. bites. They could be eaten in two bites. Two bite two bite empanadas. Two bite empanadas. So but 24 what, bites of empanadas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean I, they were probably it was probably like 2000 calories worth of empanadas, but I I'm telling you right now, they had a lime aioli that went with it too. Fuck. That lime aioli was was so good. And 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 oh man and for breakfast they had bacon and they had these fucking uh belgian sugar waffles like the kind where you can like when you're biting into it you can taste the grain of sugar yeah mm. oh, it was shockingly delicious we went out to a restaurant the last night and everyone was silently disappointed that we weren't that we going weren't back, back to this, this cafeteria <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was it was fucked up they had it was it I, 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 I've talked so much about it. Like, I feel like I'm a broken record, even though this is the first time we're talking about it on the podcast, but it really was the most delicious catering I've ever had. And I miss it right now. Mm -hmm. And I'll never get anything like that again. Well, <laughs> that was my Rushmore. Was yeah. there bacon there? Will, would there you rather have unlimited bacon, but no more video games? Or would you rather have games? And you might have heard this question before. Sure. Unlimited games, but no games. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with the bacon, and I know that's a controversial choice, especially because I'm on Twitch. And going yeah. without games, I mean, what am yeah. I doing? But You're just chatting is what you're doing. I'm <laughs> weighing and measuring the situation, and I'm going with what I go with. That is it's the most a, confident answer one. we've ever gotten. It is because, well, he's also heard it before. He's heard it before. And also, I think yeah. it's also because you were being absolutely crystal clear, Schlatt. Crystal clear, cut and dry. You were being cut it and dry. It was just, it was just, it was just perfect. Yeah. It was. It was great execution and will. Great answer. Thank you. And, you know, here's what I'll say. We want to thank you for being here on the Chuckle Sandwich Podcast today, Will. Yeah. Thank you. You are a beautiful man. You have such great stories. You Thank speak you. with such grace. Mm. <laughs> if I was with you right now, I'd give you a kiss on the cheek. I would accept it. Ted, if you gave me a kiss on the cheek, I'd go shoot me. Booyan. <laughs> no, he's, you're booyan. getting further away from it. Booyan. 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 I'm probably. I, and the thing is, too, <laughs> and the thing is, too, this is my remembering of how it was said. From yeah. like seven years ago, so it's probably yeah. not even true. Right. Um, we could somebody have been saying Mandarin some is like, vile, awful shit. <laughs> I love how um, we're, we're creators and we all are of the internet, so we know someone is Googling our pronunciation to make sure that we didn't <laughs> fuck it up. Yeah, exactly. Whenever, dude, whenever, whenever anything from a different language comes out, yeah. it's like, like there's this one, like, you know, if I, if I were to say something like, Okay. It's not even I'm 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 botching the pronunciation, but it's supposed to be Greek. Mm. Oh. So Julius Caesar was saying that shit? 
but I'm saying it weird. I'm saying yeah. it weird because I've yeah. said it so many. Whatever. Well, thank you so much, Will, for coming on to the <laughs> podcast. We appreciate you being here. Uh, please go check out Will's Twitch stream. He does mm -hmm. lots of various types of content. He's really into roguelikes. He's I am. a big roguelike guy. That's not mainly what he plays, but no. he does. He does. He does great commentary on a multitude of things. If you heard his voice and you like hearing his voice, you should go check him out. Check him out on Twitter and all that. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on if you're listening on audio and all that. And Charlotte, you got anything else to say? Nope. Great. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.